while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. tonight. Hi, besties. I don't know what's going on here. I always mess up. Hi, I'm Jess. Uh, thanks for sticking with me after the first hour. We're here for two more. Um, I'm Jess Machado. I'm filling in for Marcus and for Chris. Uh, it is Marcus's birthday today. Happy birthday, bestie. I think uh, the station has really taken a, uh, a, a turn for the absolute best. Um, with Marcus and Chris doing uh, a weeknight show. Um, and I also really feel that we've kind of carved out a, a little name for ourselves down here as being like the go-to place during campaign season. There's really nobody else doing the work that we were doing down here. Interviewing candidates, on scene. Marcus was right around Maury Healy when she came down to the area. I mean, I followed the sheriff around like a puppy dog. <laughs> I'm just hoping he would win. Um, and so, uh, yeah, just great things, WBSM. I'm very happy to be a part of the team um, and uh, happy to be here. Hi, besties. 508-996-0500. Um, so we talked to the first hour about the Chelsea Handler thing, and I'm happy to be done with that. Um, we're going to uh, get to a couple of other things, but in the last hour, I'm going to do a little bit of a Mass GOP recap. I'd like to do this weekly because I know that things seem like we're all relieved now that we have a new chairwoman and everybody's kind of like, okay, it's not so intense anymore. Um, but we still need to keep the Massachusetts GOP state committee um, and all of those things in the forefront of our minds, because um, the Democrats are doing that, you know, and we can't sleep. We have to be proactive. And I think that's half the problem is people get super lazy. But there's some people like me that live and breathe for all of this stuff. And um, when it seems like it's quiet and there's nothing going on, it couldn't be further from the truth. So, so much going on. Um, but in the meantime, no news is good news is what I would have to say with the mass GOP. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. 
Um, there is a really, really great clip. Um, I was uh, on Grace's show today. I do a little segment every Thursdays. Uh, every Thursday, I go on around two o'clock and I just talk about anything. If there's some hot stuff going on with the Master OP, I've got the floor. Um, but if not, we talk about whatever uh, Grace wants to talk about, what I want to talk about. And today, I was chomping at the bit to talk about this Don Lemon thing. Um, and Grace had been talking about it. So I was on today and we were discussing this a little bit. Uh, and if you haven't heard, uh, go over to Twitter. I say this all the time. <laughs> go to Twitter. Um, I'm listed as Jess Machado Show. That's my handle. I changed it. It's not Mrs. Bunny Machado anymore. Um, shout out to my friend Anthony Amore because he came up with the um, notion that I should change it and make it a little bit more professional, which I agreed. But then I was kind of stumped on what to do and I didn't, I wasn't sure. And um, Anthony's a smarty. And he was just like, how about Jess Machado? And I was like, yeah, obviously. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter. And I, I reshare and retweet a lot. Um, and I think I retweeted Grace's show today as well. Um, but so Nikki Haley, she announced that she's running for president or slash vice president, because essentially that's the, the most that she'll get out of this. And um on CNN this morning, they have like that show in the morning. I don't even know what it's called because I don't subscribe and I don't buy into it and I'm not watching it. Um, but there's a show with Don Lemon and uh, two girls. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so essentially, Nikki Haley, during the, the announcement, um, she was taking the opportunity to talk about the fact that she thinks there should be like... Um, like measurements to people in politics over a certain age, their cognitive ability. Um, obviously I think she's taking a swipe over at Trump who I think is 70, 75 or 76. Um, and then even more so president Joe Biden, who is at the ripe old age of 80. And so, you know, she was using, you know, her opportunity of announcing and people listening to her and paying attention to her as all women want and uh, said, you know, Hey, I'm running for president. And also I think that, you know, we should have something going on where we, we check these guys, make sure they're competent. I mean, she's in her fifties. So, you know, she's not a spring chicken either, but comparatively, she's clearly much younger than the two gentlemen that she would be running against if she makes it past the primary, which we know she won't. Um, so anyway, uh, Nikki called for these mental competency tests for older politicians. And on the show today, Don Lemon um, just gave us the most rich, um, forever giving uh, comment. And the Internet has run away with it. Um, I've got it queued up for you. Wait, let me shut down the music because, you know, again, I need a producer here at night. I can't manage my life. Um, let's listen to this clip. Isn't in her prime. Sorry. Bye. Oh, wait, stop. Wait, hold on, hold no, on. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Wait, why don't, why can I not get this clip? Oh, God. <laughs> Let me get it. Hold on. Okay, here it is. I had the wrong one. Oh, talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and, Maybe 40s. What do you that's, not wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? 
Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got it in that decade. I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that you know politicians aren't in their I think prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing, or are you talking about prime for being say president? What the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home, when is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime, and they need to be in their prime when they serve, because she wouldn't be in her prime, according to Google, you know, Google or whatever it is. So that's Don Lemon on CNN yesterday, um, basically um, taking a swipe at every single woman out there. Uh, you know, I, I said this on Grace's show today. I feel like everybody gets to determine what their prime is, whether you're a guy or a girl. You want to say this is my prime, um, then you should, you, you're the owner of it. Um, I, I will tell you, I did Google prime for women and it's weird. It's like, you can't find a real specific like textbook, like, Hey, between the ages of 28 and 40, um, whatever, by the way, I, the men's prime was actually far more easy to find. And, um, the facts are in that, uh, Don Lemon is not in his prime. Uh, he's far past it. Uh, we're going to keep going, but let's take a call. Hi caller. Thanks for holding your live with Jess. Yeah. Hi Jess. How are you? Good. Hi. Um, let's see. You were talking about the COVID earlier and how I think things different now. Well, I don't know if you mentioned it this way. Things are definitely different than uh, grandparents' generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they they worked harder, definitely. They got older faster. They matured faster. Uh, they, some people got married like when they were 17 years old back <laughs> Yeah, that's day. because the life expectancy was like 25 years younger. <laughs> uh, and now everybody's jumping around at 60 years old trying to be 20. You're talking about people in their prime. You got, you got some of these old baby boomers in their 70s jumping around. Yeah. Like they're 10. I think everybody has it. How old are you? Do you want to tell us how old are you? Um, I'm going to be 48. All right. Have you already had your prime? Are you in your prime or are you not there yet? Uh, I think I'm past my prime. When was your prime? 20s, early 30s, (laughs) early mid 30s. Making a lot of bad decisions back then, right? That makes it your prime. Horrible. Horrible. (laughs) And um, I used to be, you talk about party affiliate i used to be a conservative mm. um always been patriotic mm-hmm. now i'm an independent mm-hmm. and then i went democrat when clinton was around oh, God. because the economy was good not because of bill clinton yeah. himself but mm-hmm. because the economy just happened to be good but right. that was because the two parties were working together back then Mm. You need the two parties to work. Well, I think we just need the two parties to work, not necessarily work together. But if if you're paying attention to politics in this state, the Republican Party is just not working. We're not really doing anything. We're certainly not doing anything with Social Security, which will never happen. I mean, in this in this state, honestly, the biggest issue I think that Republicans have is finding competent, decent, well-dressed candidates to at least make these Democrats work for these seats. You know, there's so many opportunities to, you know, 
give these people a hard time, not make it so easy for them, um, and then have some sort of a balance in this state. Uh, we don't have it right now. It's obvious. Um, so The whole country doesn't have Unfortunately, for you guys in the Republican Party, uh, the Republican I'm not saying the Democrats have it either. Well, I mean, Joe Biden's the president. He can't remember anything. But, um, I mean, you got a lot of crazy... You got a lot of crazy Democrats, but you got some real characters for Republicans. I'm I mean, working on getting rid of them, caller. We're working on it. I <laughs> made a crank call today. I don't advise anybody to do this. Wait, do I not admit the, to that. Hey, I called the strip club in Colorado. <laughs> okay. And I asked if, uh, what's her name, Bulbert? What's her first name? Oh, yeah. Okay. You don't have to say it. I know who she is. I, I asked if they were looking for strippers. And... They said I had to fill an application. I said, oh, because my my friend Lauren Bulbert is going to be voted out in 2024, and she's going to need a job as a stripper. Come on. Slam. Man, did they slam that phone. Listen, caller, I love you, Bestie, yeah. but I don't know what you're doing with your life where you're taking time out of your day to call strip clubs in Colorado. You certainly cannot be in your prime if this is what you are doing. Stop doing that. And if you don't even admit to this anymore, do not even admit to this anymore. Please. I don't normally make crank calls. (laughs) I think you're lying. (laughs) That sounds sus. All right, Bestie, I got people waiting. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, have a good night. Don't do that. Do not make. What is happening? Hi, caller. Thanks for holding. You are live with Jess. Hi, Bestie. How are you? You're Hi. all over the place. You're in the morning, the afternoon. You're yeah. Awesome. You're, you're becoming a superstar. Yeah. There's. Yes. It turns out there's a real shortage for conservative females talking on the radio. So I'm just filling in all the holes. That's really all I'm yeah, doing. But you know what? The most successful people on the radio are conservatives, not Democrats, because they show suck and they won't last that long. Yeah. But yeah. I want to tell you, congratulations. Thank you. Are in order to the... Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks. Poor Sam. I, I wish I was a fly on the wall in your house and Sam <laughs> lost. I would say like big bucks for that. It was... I, I don't know if you heard me earlier in the show. I started I think, the show. Yeah, so it was pretty miserable. Like, at, my husband and I were getting along great the day of the Super Bowl. We woke up. We were watching yeah. clips together. We went to the yeah. casino so we could place his bet. We stopped and yeah. had a drink. We took a power nap. And then when we woke up at 4.30, his demeanor had changed completely. He was super angry. He didn't want to high-five me anymore. Um, oh, and then no. the game started, and obviously the Eagles were doing great, and they were up at the half. And so he was a lot of talk. Um, And then when halftime was done um, and, you know, Rihanna made her big baby announcement and that halftime show, uh, things took a turn for the Chiefs. And my husband uh, was not happy. It's weird because I don't have anybody else to celebrate with. It's not like there's a bunch of Kansas City Chiefs fans around. Mm -hmm. So he's all I had. You guys scored that bar for Sam. He must have been the only one there crying the blues how about did he go and tell you about that bad call? Oh, yeah, we talked all about it. Sure, sure. Yeah. It was not a holding. You, you know, missed it. 
his quarterback did drop the ball. Whoops, I forgot something. I said that, though, Bestie. I said in the beginning, I said when you have two teams like that that are kind of, like, comparable and they're both really good and they both had great seasons, when you get to the Super Bowl, you know, they were pretty much tit for tat. But what happens is we had a turnover that we turned into a touchdown and we had the longest punt return kick in um, Super Bowl history that we converted to a touchdown the next play. That makes the difference. It tips the scales and we won and boo-hoo cry about it and he's sleeping on the couch still and uh, my banner is the only one hanging on the porch and his is folded up and put in a box till next season yep yep hold that thing and maybe walk it up and see what happens you would think he would follow the mantra happy wife happy life but he just doesn't he's miserable about it i also didn't cook him dinner for two days too so yeah he just wants to be selfish yeah terrible Got yeah, well, listen, two times during the Super Bowl, I took my rings off and handed them to my friend Meredith. And I said, that's it. We're temporarily divorced. It's not not going. Oh. It's not going well. Oh, I thought you were going to take your rings off. So you would like maybe, you know, not, not, not swing at him because you can't <laughs> do that. Take your rings off. No, you I heard him. I just face. I heard him with my words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's so many bruises as it is. It's not like all oh, crushed and bruised, poor guy. He'll, like, be, fine. So He'll, be, He'll fine. be fine. He'll be fine. He's not that you fragile. Know, I, mean, I mean, it's only, what, two Super Bowls, you know? That's I mean, it. No big deal. No, all right, Bestie, I, mean, I got to take a break. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I got to take a break. Bye, Bestie. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, poor Jeffrey. <laughs> All right, let's take our break and get it out of the way. 508-996-0500. I am Jess. I'm filling in for the birthday boy, Marcus. And we will be right back after this. To us live. I'm your host for the night, Jess Machado. Marcus and Chris are off tonight. It's Marcus's birthday. Ooh, I like this part. Let's get back to business. Um, So we were talking about John Lemon um, and talking, uh, basically saying that Nikki Haley is past her prime. (coughs) I'm not really sure. If I had to guess, I would probably say I'm in my prime right now. I like successfully, I mean, my children are still 14, 14, 16, 22. (coughs) Oh, for crying out loud. But I feel like up until this point, everybody is moderately successful. They've gotten through childhood. I didn't, you know, the toddlers made it past the toddler stage. (coughs) And so, and now I'm kind of doing what I've always wanted to do. I'm getting to hang out and do political stuff. I'm talking on the radio. People pay me to just talk. Like, I'm getting paid to do this. I'm getting paid to play music, give my opinion, and cough on air. I got picked up by Howie Carr to, like, fill in for Grace. What a gift. Like, I'm definitely in my prime. 46? Yes. 47? Sure. 50 might scare me. But still, also, I define my prime. Whatever. I don't care. I don't like the fact that essentially what happened here was they they were having the conversation about Nikki Haley basically saying, you know, I don't think that either one of these two guys are competent enough mentally to serve 
in leadership roles like president of the United States. How many times are we going to watch clips of Joe Biden like slur his words or say the wrong words or look for somebody in the audience audience that's deceased? I mean, we have absolutely every right to say that this guy looks like he should be like in a nursing home or at least comfortably at home under a blankie. Right. Um, So I think the conversation about suitability, mental suitability is completely normal. And what Don Lemon did, because he's a staunch defender of the left and Joe Biden, he basically flipped it around and was like, she shouldn't say a thing because you know what? She's old and she's washed up. She's certainly not in her prime. Uh, And and then the Internet went wild. Let's go to the caller. Hi, caller. Thanks for holding your live with Jess. Hey, Jess, it's Ben. Hi, Ben. What's up? Well, not too much. I was, uh, I've been listening, of course, and uh, I heard your shout out. And uh, <laughs> so, know, as far as what's the, it was, it was watching the game with you guys on uh, Sunday night, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, guys, listeners, this is Ben Rosa. He's on the Republican City Committee in Taunton. I think the first time I met you, Ben, was at a standout for the sheriff at the Taunton Green, right? Yes. Yes. And since then, we've crossed paths many times. Certainly election season can do that. Um, But we've Mm -hmm. also been friendly and talking and he's great to call in. And he was with us on Super Bowl Sunday. Yep, and like, like I said, it was a lot of fun. You know, I was rooting for the Chiefs as well, and you know, and, you know, I, I told Jeff before the game <laughs> that I was cheering for the Chiefs, but I felt like you, you know, that uh, I didn't want to jump up and celebrate whenever something good happened to yeah. the Chiefs because <laughs> yeah. because we were scared of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, uh, it was a great game, you know. I mean, and of course, a lot has been made about you know the controversial holding call, and yeah, you know, it's, uh, in a way, it was. Kind of unfortunate. I mean, I mean, it, it, it might have been interesting to see what Hertz would have done if he had had, you know, one last uh, drive there. But, uh, but no, you know, I, I just, you know, you know, the Chiefs. I, I just felt they were they were the, uh, you know, they were the better team. I mean, Hertz played a great game. Don't get me wrong, but mm. uh, I was just glad to see the uh, the Chiefs get the job done. Yeah, because you know what, you really don't know what he would have done had that that holding call. You know what I mean? We don't know. There's no guarantee that it would have, you know, translated the field goal because it would have been fourth down. Right. It would have kicked the field goal. It would have been a three point game with about a minute and a half left. And, you know, it would have been, you know, high drama to say the least. Right. Right. I mean, I thought the whole game was high drama. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. that they both put on a show. They followed the Mm -hmm. script. (laughs) As some people would say. Um, And I thought it was an exciting Super Bowl. I mean, you don't Mm -hmm. want to watch something that's just a blowout. You know what I mean? It's You want to watch good football. I think it it gave good football. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But uh, but as far as this whole Don Lemon thing that you're you're discussing. Yes. um, You know, I I think Dolly Parton would have something to say about uh, (laughs) what age a woman is in her prime. Yeah. You know the women that were just in that movie eighty for Brady. I'm sure yes. Was, uh, did you, you know, go like see that? that? Did you did you see that? I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to. Shout out <laughs> to Jared Valenzuela. Um, he literally had it saved in his phone. He laid his jersey out. He was ready to go the night that it came right. out in the theaters. He was not <laughs> going to miss it. Um, and I haven't actually <laughs> talked to him. If Jared, if you're listening, certainly call in and give us your um, your review of uh, eighty for Brady. Oh my God, if I could stomach it, I can't deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, but as far as Lemon is concerned, yeah. you know, I mean, you, you, you know, if, uh, the thing is, he, you know, basically this guy lives for taking, you know, pot shots and cheap shots at Republicans. Right. I mean, this guy hates anyone who doesn't think his way. He mm-hmm. clearly hates Republicans, and he just felt like, okay, I'm going to take this shot at Nikki Haley, mm. and he probably didn't even think about, you know, 
Yeah, because, you know, he since he's apologized and he said that, you know, that there were, that he knows a lot of women that are older than Nikki who, you know, he, you know, who he, you know, I guess, I guess he just didn't think of, you know, he just didn't think of these uh, people in his life or whatever, you know, when he made the statement. But, you know, you know this, this is just the way the guy is. I mean, he has, he has a perfect name, a lemon. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I mean, when you think of a lemon, you think of a car that's got a cracked rearview mirror and no heat, and yeah. you know, you know, you know, upholstery that's all torn up. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's. I mean, I mean he, this is his. This is his product, right? His product is yeah. basically going after Republicans pretty much nonstop. It's all he does. It's what he gets paid for. And I, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Ben. I don't think he really thought of it. I think he just, you know, it's part of what he does. And um, you know, listen. I think sometimes people do make mistakes. My only issue was he really doubled down on it like he maybe could have backtracked right away but he didn't i think he really was only going to say prime is 20 and 30 and then he was looking right at her and he was like and 40 you know what i mean and i think he realized right there he had made a mistake but he kept going with it and um you know i think grace said it really great today is like when you have to tell people to google something um i think she said she's like you know it's just like you're at a frat party and, you know, somebody's trying to question you on something and you're like, go go to Google and just Google it. Um, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like ridiculous and you don't have any credibility. So, uh, yeah, it was a disaster, but I think it's great. It's great, great radio for us. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But, uh, anything right, well, um, well, anything coming up with your city committee in Taunton? Well, well, actually, uh, you know, we just had an interesting uh, council meeting the other night. Uh, you know, one thing uh, we've been talking a lot about is... Uh, Getting you because you see you see in a lot of places now they have you know these combined police and fire stations mm-hmm. you know they've really been trying to you know upgrade uh, facilities you know for public safety and mm-hmm. uh, they just voted uh, they voted unanimously to uh, actually uh, put a question a, a question on a special we're going to have a special vote at the end of April mm-hmm. to vote on whether we're going to uh, build a new uh, you know combined you know, a new public safety building hmm. here in Taunton because. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, like four of the five fire stations we have here are over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And the police station is is really small and cramped. You know, I mean, it's not really befitting of a city the size of Taunton. So, you know, so we're going to have this vote, and there's going to be public hearings about it. And, uh, you know, uh, the vote's going to take place uh, on April 29th. Okay. Uh, it's just going to be a separate, uh, you know, just one, you know, just this one question on the uh, ballot. Do you and, have uh, any? Um, do you have city elections this April, or are those in the fall? Well, well, well those are in November. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, any yeah. any Republicans coming out to run for office? Anybody new? Do you guys have anybody? Well, you know what? Don't tell us. Keep your strategy secret. <laughs> don't don't talk about it. We'll yeah. talk off here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Ben, thanks for calling in. Great job as always, and it was really fun to hang out with you on Sunday. Yep, it was it, it was a lot of fun, and uh, you know, have have fun this weekend in Connecticut, and uh, happy birthday, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, guys, let's take our break. Um, We'll uh, take our break. 508-996-0500. You can call in as well. Um, Yeah, let's do that. And we'll keep talking about this when we come right back after this. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. Real-time reaction to everything that happens after the sun goes down. South Coast Tonight with Marcus and Chris is on WBSM. Maybe I didn't love you Quite as often as I could have 
Maybe I didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have If I made you feel second best Girl, I'm sorry I was blind But you were always on my mind You were always on my mind Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back Maybe to South Coast tonight. Man, this show could not be any further from what the, the kind of show Marcus and Chris put on. But I didn't make any promises. I agreed to, to come on here and just wreak havoc. Uh, gentlemen, if you are listening to the show right now and you have four or five girlfriends and they all don't know about each other, take a second and send them that song in a text. <laughs> Keep all your girls in order, guys. <laughs> Keep them all happy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's take a call because someone's actually waiting to talk to me. Hi, caller. Thanks for holding. You are live with Jess. Well, of course, Jessica. This is Don up in Stoughton. Hi, yeah. Don up in Stoughton. Uh, I know there's been, if I could take and change subjects to the situation I'll let, I'll in let you do that in a second. Wait, hold on. Stop. Do you have a bunch of side chicks that you need to send that song to? Yes or no? Um, no, the last time I was with a woman was in 1983 or 82. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't like me. Wait, wait. Oh, Don, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's just what it is, that's all. You know, you've got a lot of options with online dating and things these days. Some women don't even want yeah. to meet you in person. They just want like that companionship, like via text message or online. Maybe that's something you could do. <laughs> women are just a pain anyway, Don. You're not really missing anything. We're super needy. We're, we need a lot of attention. If you don't message, text, or call us, we start to get really anxious. I mean, not me. I'm super confident. If you don't call me, I, my, do you know my, Don, let me tell you a story. The first time I met my husband, we were at a party and uh, he met me and he tried to talk to me and I was kind of blowing off or whatever. And uh, I got home and I had a message from him. And it said, um, sup, you are hot. And it was you, the letter U, the letter R, and then hot was spelt with two T's. And I deleted him and blocked him immediately. And I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with a man that can't even formulate a, a sentence to me. Um, but then I saw him, I gave him another shot. And here we are. We're going to be married 10 years in April, Don. So my goodness, I know. I'm right. Good. Can you imagine? Yeah. I gave someone 10 yeah. years of my time. My, my my first love, I she noticed me in the third grade, mm. and in the twelfth grade we bumped into each other at a basketball game, mm -hmm. and she thought I was interesting. We dated for two years, mm -hmm. and she left me for a guy that dated her girlfriend, and this guy was a slob beyond slob. Ew, ew. Uh, you 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 wouldn't want him to wipe up the floor. If he fell down on it. Don, you, if you I, haven't figured it out, women like the bad guys. You're too nice. We like being treated like crap. I, know. I don't know what else to tell you. Donald, <laughs> I like tall guys. Well, I'm six foot one. Well, well that should work. You're a tall king. Women love that. Uh, I don't like guys with blonde hair and blue eyes. Okay, that leaves me <laughs> out again, too. So. Oh. But anyway. Go ahead. You want to yeah. talk about Ohio? Go ahead. Ohio, just quickly. People yes. are confused. They think that the a train-breaking system might have prevented this. They're very angry with President Trump, who stopped the, quote, installation 
of a train braking system. It's called electronic controlled pneumatics. Mm. Well, Jessica, what happened was a catastrophic failure of bearings on one of the train cars. And at the speed of 40 or 50 miles an hour, no electronic controlled braking system would have helped. Okay. The, train, the, the cars would have come off the track and the accident would have occurred regardless of the situation with the braking system. So people, they're up in arms, they're jumping up and down. Even even if they had the system on that President Trump uh, denied, nothing would have changed. Well, Don, I guess that, okay, I'll take your word for that. But my thing is, there's been like three train derailments this month alone. Is that normal? I just don't think that's normal. Well, here's the thing, Jessica. President Biden shut down the production of oil and natural gas. The cost of everything is going through the roof. The trains are getting broken into. They have to hire more security personnel. They have to pay off damages. So the money for maintenance is getting pretty thin. For them to take and make any money, remember, they might have time deliveries. They have to deliver a car by a certain date. If they don't, they get fined. So they have to jam as many cars as they can because President Biden is destroying the infrastructure, basically the maintenance of the railroads, airplanes, even trucks. So he can so he can use the the Infrastructure Act and rebuild it all. Is that what you're saying? You you can build them, Jessica, but you have to maintain them after that. It's like when Bill Clinton hired all those cops and they and he just gave the money for the one year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. What Biden is saying is idiotic. But you cannot take, if you cannot maintain the trains, and the, remember, trains put on a million miles. Some of them last that long, and they're maintained. But if you don't have the money to maintain them because everything is so uh, jacked out of I know, I just feel like... Ability to pay for it. I do feel, though, that, yes, while that all seems to make sense, I just feel, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Like, I, I said this on Grace today. I don't subscribe to that, like, conspiracy theory, tin hat, or whatever, you know, mentality. But I will say, you know, it does seem a little coincidental that we've had three train derailments in the past month, all all three of them involving toxic chemicals. I mean, obviously the thing in Palestine is Palestine is, is more significant than the others. Um, But man, I I can say that I don't think I heard anything about train derailments ever. Um, And in this past month peaked on that right now, they're, they're looking up, but I mean, but what is it a distraction for miles between these accidents? I know, but what is it a distraction for? I'm wondering what's coming. Are we, is this the distraction from, from the Chinese spy balloons? Like what are they distracting us with that? And and what else? The people in East Palestine will not receive the benefits that illegal aliens get every day well Just nobody does nobody does don we no, don't this nobody is ridiculous i know this is ridiculous jessica i know the government is taking our tax dollars and forcing us to pay it out to illegal aliens mm-hmm. in in oakland california and san francisco the drug dealers commute from oakland to san francisco to sell drugs because if they're caught in san francisco they won't get deported mm. It was just on the news tonight. It's the new middle class. I got to take a break, Don. I love that you call. That's what's going on. Thanks, Fasty. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. Thank you. That's Don. Don also called into uh, Grace's show when I was uh, filling in last week. By the way, I'm going to be filling in for Grace this coming Thursday. I think that's the 23rd. 
So I'll be there. So don't don't listen during WBSM hours because you're going to miss Barry. But Grace's podcast is up almost immediately after Howie. So you can just listen right after that. Does that sound like a plan? Okay, great. All right. So let's take a break. 508. Uh, by the way, thanks to all the callers that are calling today. It can be a little lonely in the studio. I mean, I don't know. It's nice to have people calling in. I could certainly fill the three hours talking, but it's nice to have people calling. So I appreciate you. Um, so call in if you'd like. 508-996-0500. We're going to come uh, take a break, come back for a couple minutes. Then we're at the top of the hour. We're going to do the news. And then we're going to have the last hour. We're going to talk mass GOP. We're going to talk a little local politics um, because all politics is local. Um, and that's that. Okay, so let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. If you want to hear everything... Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Jess Machado filling in for the boys. Uh, we've only got a minute or two before we top the hour with the news. And then we've got one more hour to go. It's past my bedtime, just an FYI. At this point in, in the evening, unless there's some sort of like school committee meeting or like selectman meeting or town meeting or a political event, I am just about this time heading upstairs to my bed with like my beverage and my phone and my charger. And I like arrange my pillows and also fun fact, want a fun fact before I go to bed, I turn my ceiling fan on and the fan on the side of my bed. And then I pull the sheets down so that when I get into bed, it's super cold. That's what I would be doing right about this time. <laughs> then I'd settle in and then I would like check all my, my websites and my emails and then like play some like game or something like that. Do you have like a game on your phone like that you always go to? Like I, I have like a puzzle game and I do Wordle every day. I'm still doing Wordle, by the way, if, if you're one of us, <laughs> join us. It's great. And I do like the mini crossword puzzle every day. Wait. Oh man, that's so Fall River of me. I do the mini crossword puzzle every day. <laughs> Dude, I can't hide my accent on that even if I tried crossword puzzle. <laughs> ah. All right. So um, we're going to take a break. We're going to do the news. That hour flew by. Yikes. Um, and then we're going to coast into the last hour of the show. We're going to talk some local politics, state politics, all my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Um, I'm Jess Machado filling in for Chris and Marcus. Um, 508-996-0500. If you want to call me, you can call me. Um, that's fine. I don't mind. We can chat. <laughs> all right. We're going to be back after the break. 